Welcome to a very special edition of Airwaves. I'm Michael Lauren Prue. As the host of the podcast, I get the opportunity to meet extraordinary individuals, the game-changing, innovative military and civilian personnel of NAVAIR. Today is no different. Commander Desireen Price-Jordan is the Fixed-Wing Operational Support Aircraft Deputy Program Manager within the Tactical Airlift Program Office. She was recently selected to Captain, which is a huge honor in itself, but this promotion is extra special. She is now the first African-American woman full-time support aerospace maintenance duty officer to achieve this high rank. Commander Price-Jordan is with us today to share her story. First of all, congratulations, Commander. What does this barrier-breaking achievement mean to you? I will tell you that it's very humbling to have this honor. I grew up in a neighborhood that we was very poverty-stricken. I mean, there were days that we went without lights, without water, and the neighborhood was not very good. I could look out my bedroom window and I could actually see people using drugs, prostitution, not an environment that you would want a child to, to experience. But I had a, a mother, a single mother of five children. She always instilled in us biblical beliefs, right, as our foundation and encourage us to not allow our circumstances in which we grew up in to dictate what, where our lives would go. But she also encouraged us to find our purpose in life, right? And so she said, find something that you're passionate about. Find out what God is leading you to do. And that's what you go after. And I just felt like God was calling me into to serve, to serve in the military. And so that's what I pursued with all the passion that I had in me to serve others. So when I look at this opportunity to be promoted and to be selected, I don't take it lightly, but I look at all of the people that played a role in that in my life, my mentors, my coaches, my sponsors, everyone that played a part in that. To me, this is about them as much as it is about me, but also looking from the lens of that little girl that grew up in those types of environment. It's an encouragement, I believe, to others to say, I don't have to let my circumstances dictate my life and how, how it's going to turn out. I have control of that. I have a purpose. And then they go out and they fulfill that purpose. That is such a powerful statement. What does it mean to you to know that other young women now look to you as someone who paved the way? for success? It's a heavy responsibility, but it is a great responsibility. Someone did that for me. Someone, you know, was my role model. I look at Admiral Michelle Howard. She's retired now, but she was a great role model. Although I never met her, it's just how she carried herself with grace, with humility. She never let go of her feminism So to, to become one of the boys. And she showed women how we could still be ourselves and still have an opportunity to promote, to affect lives, impact lives. And so she was one of my role models. Deb Vavris is another, another one of those people. She was a 1527 as well. She came along in the military as well. And she was one of the people that I... I leaned on very heavily as a woman, dealing with some of the challenges that we face at times. It's nice to have someone that you can talk to and kind of give you a different perspective. So I take that role very, very seriously, and hopefully I continue to live up to that. I love that you mentioned the importance of having different perspectives. Let's talk about the value of diversity. How does diversity, inclusion, and equity benefit a large organization like NAVAIR? I would say for diversity, I think it's, it's a challenge at times for, for us, especially in aviation maintenance. It's a predominantly male field. 
And so I found a lot of challenges. Things have changed a lot since I joined the Navy in 1986. Things were different then. A lot of times we had to deal with a lot of sexism, and even if it was reported, it was nothing was ever done about it. But the Navy has changed a lot. It has changed a lot in that aspect. It's changed a lot when you look in your wardrooms. You're starting to see more and more diversity. That doesn't happen by chance. Sometimes we have to be proactive in recruiting people of diverse backgrounds in our wardrooms, in our commands, in our organizations that will help bring that collaborative efforts, the creativity, the innovativeness. And you're just looking at just one specific area is, is just not good for the organization. You, when you bring a collaborative group of people together, you're going you're gonna to come up with some creative, innovative ideas. It's going to help your organization to grow. You're going to be more productive. So as we continue this challenge to, to be diversified, both in the Navy and our, our personal lives, I think it's just goodness that comes from all of it. Okay, so next summer, you officially pin on the rank of captain. What values or words of wisdom are you going to bring with you into this new leadership role? Oh, there are so many I, I, I can think of. But I think at the top of my list is integrity. I think that is key for any leader. We're always under the spotlight. You're always being watched whether you know it or not. So I think it's a imperative that we carry ourselves with integrity. A lot of the tools that I have gained over the years, especially in the maintenance background, I, I like to give my sailors like an analogy to always carry a screwdriver. It's like, why, why do you carry a screwdriver? Well, there are times you're going to have to tighten up some things in the organization, right? You may see things that, where people are getting complacent or getting a little lax. You may have to tighten up some things, but also I tell them you can use that screwdriver for unscrewing things, right? Sometimes we make screw ups. We want our sailors to actually grow and develop, but sometimes they're going to make mistakes. So you look at a screwdriver as using it as a versatile tool. Same thing with a hammer. You may have to go into an organization and break down barriers, break down racism, break down sexism, favoritism, all of that. Use that hammer to break down those walls that have been set up in your organization. But also start with a mirror because look in the mirror and see where change needs to happen. Be the change that you want to see. And oftentimes you look around and you point fingers at others, but you have to take a look at what am I doing to help the organization? What am I doing to help change this culture that we're currently living in? And so that's just a few of the tools that I've shared along the way. I will say be hum humble, humility is one. Also seek to understand before being understood. A lot of times we want to get our point across, but we don't fully understand the other person's point of view. Those are just a few of those tools that I would encourage anyone to take along with them. And you don't have to be in a role of a captain or a commander. That's for, for any sailor and Marine that uh, looking to, to lead. So your next job will be to serve as NAVAIR Reserve Program Director. Why are you excited to assume this position? Because I think it's groundbreaking, and that's always exciting, right? We're going into areas that have somewhat been uncharted, and it's exciting, but it's also a little scary at times because you don't know what to expect. Sometimes you are received, sometimes you're not, and sometimes it's based off the color of your skin, sometimes it's based off your gender. Those are the, the challenges that we often face, but the opportunity to, to lead a great organization like this is 
just absolutely mind-blowing. I have such great expectations for where we're going, and I'm just excited about the opportunity. And I'm humbled. I'm humbled that I was even considered for selection. And so that, that plays a great role in me moving forward with absolutely vision, the commitment and the dedication that has gotten me here so far, but also for the people that I serve. It's not about me, per se. It's about those that I serve. And I want to ensure that I am the best leader that I can be. And I surround myself with those that are like-minded, right, that want to achieve the best they can for the sailors and for the Marines that we serve. I have truly enjoyed our conversation today. Thank you for your service and for truly being an amazing individual. As we wrap up, I would love to hear your final thoughts or words of advice. I would just say thank you. I really do appreciate this. And for anyone that is trying to fulfill their goals, I just encourage them to stay focused, stay true to themselves, and don't let anyone discourage you because you're going to get that along the way. You know, someone's always going to try to discourage you from accomplishing and to do what you want to do. They're going to say it can't be done because it's never been done. Well, I'm living here, a witness, right? It can be done. And so even though I may be the first, I know I will not be the last. Um, the, the Navy has been an organization that promotes, based on equality, based on the most qualified candidate, regardless of your gender, regardless of your race. And I love serving in the Navy. I know my time is going to come to an end here after 35 years. At some point, you do have to say goodbye. But I have enjoyed this tour. I've enjoyed this journey. And I just thank God that he's given me this opportunity to be here today. So thank you. And thank you for joining us today, for sharing your story, and for being a role model for the Navy and our organization. Congratulations on your amazing barrier-breaking achievement. And that's it for this edition of Airwaves. Thanks for listening.